Hey everyone, welcome back to my podcast, Thoughts I Have When I'm Driving, hosted by me, Natalie Scott, a 23-year-old baddie. I feel like every time I start this out, I always am like a 23-year-old girl, a 22-year-old friend, or something like that, because I turned 23 whilst recording these, I guess. Is that the proper English? Um, anyways, whatever. Who cares? So today I'm going to be filming a filming. I'm going to be recording a podcast on how to get out of a funk. Before I get started, just some disclaimers. Um, number one, if you can hear my oh my god, I literally always forget to turn my computer on. Do not disturb. And I also have a really bad habit of like texting all these people like right before. I record and then I'm like, all right, putting phone down, time to record, and then they all respond, and then it's just a thing. Anyways, regardless, so um, before we get started, I just want to say that you might hear um, some water in the background swishing around, and that's because my dishwasher is going. So hopefully, it's not too loud, and if it is, I'm gonna have to re record this. Actually, let me check right now. All right, I think we're chilling. So Anyways, today's episode is going to be called How I Get Out of a Funk. So I want to kind of like obviously do a quick little disclaimer. I'm not a licensed therapist or um, LPC or um, I don't, I'm not a licensed social worker, (laughs) none of the above at the moment. So I am coming at this from like my own experiences and just the coping skills that I use and like advice I have gotten from therapists or based on things that I've read. Um, but I also do want to add that I do actually really want to get my, either my LPC, which is, um, basically a mental health, um, practitioner, mental health clinician, or I want to get my MSW and be a licensed clinical social worker. So this is something that I'm very passionate about. I just um, don't have the qualifications yet, really, to say that I know what I'm talking about. Um, But I do think that being able to have conversations about going through hard times is super important, and being vulnerable about that is so important. And then I also think it's important to be able to express how you get out of those hard times. So that's what I'm going to be doing today. I kind of wanted to talk about my experience with being in a funk, I guess, and kind of what I describe as a funk and sort of the causes of it um, before I get into it because I think that's kind of important to explain. And this is kind of just my perspective and my experience. It can be sort of any sort of thing. Um, that you kind of, it's the definition of a funk is different to each person is what I mean to say. So like I could say that this is me like feeling X, Y, Z and you could say, oh, I wouldn't say that. I would say this. You know what I mean? Whatever. That's, that's irrelevant. So basically my experience being in a funk is what I, when I say like, oh, I'm in a funk, it just means like I'm kind of going through a depressive episode of some sort. So to add some background, <laughs> I was diagnosed with major depressive disorder in 2020. So I think it was spring 2020. Like we, I remember it was during like the beginning of the pandemic when we were all isolating in our homes. And um, 
I saw a psychiatrist for the first time and I got diagnosed with major depressive disorder and generalized anxiety disorder. Um, I ended up actually getting re-diagnosed with uh, obsessive compulsive disorder, OCD, about two years later. Um, but prior to that, my diagnosis was um, major depressive disorder and generalized anxiety disorder. So I do still have, or my latest diagnosis does show that I still have major depressive disorder, um, which is also called MSD, and or MDD, major depressive disorder, MSD, no, MDD. Um, and basically, I'm going to kind of explain how that is for me, and this is kind of very scary to talk about, but I'm pretty sure only people that listen to this are my friends anyways, um, but yeah. Basically, what major depressive disorder is, is I tend to, or depression, I'm just going to call it depression. So basically how my depression manifests itself is in one of two ways. Um, number one is based on external circumstances, and number two is based on internal circumstances. So when things happen externally, I tend to get very, very emotional about things that don't necessarily grant that emotional of a response. So... For example, if like something goes wrong, like if I let somebody down in like a small way, like I forgot to do something I said I would do, I have this thing where I will be like, uh, I'm a failure, I let them down, like it, I blow it up into this very huge thing, like very small things that don't grant an emotional response feel very, very big to me, especially when it's me making somebody upset. And I kind of touched on that in my last episode, like a fight with a friend. I've, I've worked on this a lot, but like would destroy me. Like I wouldn't be able to get out of bed if somebody was mad at me because like I would feel so guilty and then my depression would make me feel so sad about the guilt. Um, and then on the other side of that as well, um, I also struggle with internal things. So just body image issues or just... Yeah, I mean, like, that's body image issues, feeling as though I'm not good enough, feeling as though I'm not doing enough, like, doing as much as I should sort of thing, like, feeling disappointed in myself. Like, I'll just kind of get in, like, this, like, usually it is triggered by body image issues, and then it turns into a long cycle of, oh, like, you aren't good at this, you're not good at that, you don't have any characteristics, like, it's so weird, but, like, I just get in, like, this cycle of negative self-talk and find myself feeling really down, and also, like, once again, like, I'm a heavy feeler, so if something serious does happen, it hits me very hard, like, if I, like, grief will hit, has always hit me hard in its own way, and, um, like a heartbreak obviously has always hit me hard and like things like that like I just really struggle to pull myself out of ruts or I find myself in situations where I am feeling very sad because of various circumstances and I have to pull myself out so I also want to say that you can find yourself in a funk and feeling down even if you don't struggle with depression. Um, I think that it's okay. <laughs> um, like it doesn't just because you don't have a diagnosis or you don't think you have depression or whatever, like you still have days where you feel sad and you need to pull yourself out or maybe you're going through something where your depression is like circumstantial or something like 
these things can happen and just because you don't have a diagnosis doesn't mean that it's not valid I want to make that clear I think for me having a diagnosis like helped me kind of understand more what was going on um, but I also understand that that's not the case for everyone and not accessible for everyone and also not necessary for everyone um, so I want to add that but anyways so I'm feeling sad what do I do how do I pull myself out of this because it can feel very overwhelming and I'm very lucky that I typically after um, I like know I'm in this place I'm very emotionally aware of how I'm feeling and like what's causing it a lot of the times so it's really not that difficult for me to recognize when I'm in this state and the causes of it and how I can pull myself out it's kind of obvious to me I think but I know that everybody processes emotions differently and not everyone is able to have that kind of emotional awareness for whatever reason because of defense mechanisms or because of you know fear or because of just inability to articulate like how you're feeling it's it's a very difficult thing so I, I want to just preface that um, I understand that I might be like make this sound like it comes easier than it is for some people and I don't want to sound like that um, but anyways so I'm in a funk the first thing that I always do is I let myself feel so I don't force myself to get out of the funk before I felt if that makes sense so like if I'm feeling sad like and I'm like I need to cry like I just need to let out a good cry right now I let myself do it or if I'm feeling sad and I'm like I need to lay in bed all day and watch like some mindless sort of tv show like um arrested development or like parks and rec or something and just like lay in bed and not think about anything i need to do that or sometimes i'll be like i need to watch something sad like I, i'm gonna watch bojack horseman or normal people for like six hours and then like go to bed and i do think like i've always done that when i first start to get a funk like i always do that and for a while, I used to be like, I shouldn't do that. Like, I know I'm sad. Like, why am I letting myself feel sad? But I think that it's so important that you let yourself. Like, this is a part of my life. I, I'm going to have days where I feel this type of sadness. And if I push it away and don't let myself feel, it's going to bubble up and make it worse. So, like, have, giving myself a day to let myself feel and maybe watch some things, like, that might make me sad. Like, just to help me process and access those emotions that I am feeling underneath like that is helpful because I let myself have a day where I do that I limit myself to one day because typically the day after I do that I feel what used to happen is I would do that for a day and I'd wake up the next day and I would say you're so lazy you did nothing with your day like you ate all this junk food like you just laid in bed like you didn't even shower like I'll really start to like get angry at myself right and I think I also because I've been so sedentary for a day have a lot of pent-up energy and I'm it I it genuinely used to turn into rage right so I'd be like you're so lazy like blah blah, blah. and then I would get so upset that I had done all this negative self-talk all day that then I would fall back down into this funk and like only want to lay in bed all day and then I wake up and said you're so lazy get out of bed like it was a literally a cycle and I started realizing this was happening particularly in college because I would have like three days in a row where like as my last like my final semester like a lot of free time even though I was doing so many things like I still feel like I had so much free time so like there could be days where I could lay in bed most of the day like because I only had one class or like only had like a three-hour shift at work or something like whatever so 
like I started noticing that that cycle was not helpful. So this is what I do after I give myself one day. I give myself one day to do that. And then I wake up the next day and I say, okay, we felt it. We're feeling antsy now because you have a lot of pent up energy. Let's use that to get out of this headspace. So one thing that really helps me first get out of the headspace is I try to put an understanding on why I felt this like funk or like why I felt this sadness. So is it because, you know, I was in a fight with a friend? Is it because I like um, didn't do well on something? Is it because, you know, maybe I'm socially exhausted for some reason? Or maybe it's just literally the cycle of like what I struggle with with my mental health and it just happened. Like something triggered it and it happened, right? I put an understanding onto why it's occurring and um, then I'm able to kind of feel like I have control of the situation a little bit. And then it's time to start the day. So I always make sure when whenever I fall into like a funk, I kind of let my room get a little bit messy. And I will say that I'm a very organized and clean person. So messy to me is like unmade bed, like a few clothes on the floor and like my drawers have gotten disorganized and maybe my laundry bin's like overflowing, like really not too much damage, but like, and I, and I just wanted to add that because I know some people when they struggle with depression, like their rooms are like very, very hard to like get a grasp on and clean so I know that this might be an example that's like okay that's easy for you to say you have to pick up a few things like my depression's gotten so out of hand like xyz so I don't want to sound like I'm like just clean your space because I know that's really hard for some people um but I but for me like if I've let my room get messy or like a little disorganized I always clean it um even if it's unnecessary things like wiping down like random parts of my room, dusting my fan, vacuuming, even if it's not that messy, taking out my trash, like just little things in my room, um, just cleaning them and making me feel like I have a nice, nice space. And then I'll set like nice lighting in my room. I will, um, maybe reorganize a few things, light a candle, just kind of make my room feel nice. And same thing with like my entire apartment. Like sometimes it just helps me to like fold, refold the blankets or like sweep or something, wipe down the countertops. Um, so like, yeah, I would just say like cleaning your space is helpful because it also makes you feel productive, which brings my next thing, which is prioritizing productivity. So I am someone who feels best when they are being productive. So I know not everyone feels that way. Um, and productivity can be hard, but like, I always feel better when I've accomplished things throughout the day. So I'll make like a list and it'll literally be like cancel this subscription you've been meaning to cancel and clean out the trash in your car and like go through your spam mailbox something like that like just little things you've been meaning to do and you need to do like the other day I was like trying to get I like went through my phone because I was feeling like unproductive and I was like okay I need to do something so I literally went through my phone and got rid of a bunch of old photo like a bunch of old like photos not like meaningful photos like random screenshots that I had of like texts or like emails or something and then cleaned out my storage got rid of like all my alarms that I don't use and like just like random things like that and then like canceled like my daily harvest subscription which I haven't used in months like doing things like that like 
even though they're small, can make you feel so much better because it's like you're getting through these things that you've always meant to do. Um, so like make a list of like random things you need to do and just do them. Like they can be super simple tasks, literally cleaning out the storage on your phone. You can lay in bed and do that. Like it's product and it's still productive. Um, so yeah, that's another one of my tips. And another one of my tips is to accomplish something. And what I mean by this too is like kind of what I was saying, like whatever, but I kind of mean this more in like a creative way. So like sometimes I'll like if I'm feeling really sad, like rearrange my room. I did that the other day. Or like, um, like paint. Like I liked, like I'm not good at art at all, but like a while ago, like I was feeling, it was starting to get dark early and really cold. And I was like, I feel like sad. Like I kind of want to go. And I literally went and I bought paint and I painted two paintings, but like it made me feel better in the moment. Right. So like just doing something like strictly for you that like will tickle the right parts of your brain I guess if that makes sense um or like literally sometimes I'll be like okay I'm feeling like I need to accomplish something I'm gonna edit this podcast and get it up like literally that like makes me feel so accomplished even though it's like got 12 listeners (laughs) like it's it's true um and then my next advice piece of advice is to try a coping mechanism so try like a new coping mechanism so one that I have recently started doing is journaling. Um, I recently went to Florida with my family and something about a change in environment just like makes me very anxious and almost sad. Like almost every day when I wake up the morning after like I've just traveled to a new place, like I always get sad for some reason that I'm not at home which is weird because I love to travel and I do it often, but it takes me about like a few hours to like feel normal again. I I don't know what it is. My mom was telling me she feels the same way too, which it must just be like because of a change in environment and you're not in like your comfort space. Um, But yeah, so I woke up in the morning and I just felt really anxious and like sad and like was like I don't know why but like I don't want to be here I want to go home and I ended up having a fantastic trip and like it was so much fun but just this first day I woke up and I was like oh my god like I don't want to be here um and I journaled and made me feel so much better and like I used to be like "Eh, you don't need to journal like I know what I'm I don't need to journal like I know what I'm thinking like I don't need to write it down but like literally just processing it and getting it on paper made me feel so much better and like a release and so try something like that like try journaling if you're not the biggest like journaler like sometimes I I would whenever I was like having like a mental breakdown a lot of times I would like record it and kind of talk about how I was feeling and then literally delete the video but, like, it's just, like, a way for me to feel like I can talk about it. Or to try, like, a guided, like, breathing exercise even. I don't um, enjoy those because I hate focusing on my breathing because it makes me feel like I can't breathe. That might be my anxiety. Just really but, exploring um, new ways that you could help to cope with this feeling that you haven't tried yet I think is always helpful. Um, another thing I always do the day after I get like this is I exercise. Um this can literally be a walk, a run. I mean, I like to run, but like sometimes I, I don't have the motivation yet, so I'll just go for a long walk. Sometimes I will just do Pilates. Sometimes I will um, go to the gym. Sometimes I'll just do it at home. Like really whatever I can get myself to do. Like I just try to break a sweat in some way because it just releases endorphins and makes me feel so much better. 
and I have a complicated relationship with exercise just because of my past experience with an eating disorder but I do think like literally it helps me sleep it makes me feel better I, I do like to involve it in my life so um yeah just like literally if you don't like to exercise like go for a walk I think that like it's some people despise working out and I totally get that but like walking is if you're able to like very easy um to get yourself motivated to do and like you can literally just be like okay I'm gonna put my headphones in listen to like this podcast and walk and then once it's over it's your walk you can finish your walk like you don't have to walk like 10,000 steps you can walk like one mile two miles whatever you want to do And my last tip of advice is not to be alone. So um, when I am letting myself feel and be in my funk, I'm definitely alone. Like, I do not, like, um, let myself isolate. I mean, I'm sorry. When I'm in my feels, like, I like to be alone. I'm not talking to anybody. Like, that's just not how I work. Um, (laughs) I don't enjoy being around people when I'm sad like if I'm if I'm deep in a funk like I don't want to talk to anyone and like if I do like I won't be nice to them like it's not me um but when I am trying to pull myself out I make sure I'm like okay like I'm gonna sit on the couch even if it literally I'll be like okay I'm gonna sit on the couch for like 45 minutes with my roommates and I'll do that and I will feel so much better like it's really amazing like how much like friends and human interactions can help and um yeah like it's really it's really beautiful if you think about it (laughs) um how much like love and like support can help you with people how much like love and support can really impact you um anyways So that's all I have for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And um, don't forget to follow my podcast and rate it five stars. I should have said that in the beginning because most people don't listen to the whole thing. (laughs) But make sure you do all those things. Tell your friends. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram, which is thoughts I have when I'm driving. So I'll talk to you guys in the next one. Bye-bye. Love you.